0: What's up, podcast family? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to all the new subscribers who are tuning in. Um, Man, it was an amazing week last week at the There's a Sound conference, even just thinking back to it now. What an impact. There's a sound that must come from you. There's a uh, scripture in the book of Hebrews that talks about the two-edged sword, and it's other places in the Bible, but the other um, alternate Uh, meaning for that word is the two-mouthed sword it's like a uh, a river that has two mouths to it and it's a two-mouthed sword because God comes and he speaks and he puts things in your heart but it becomes a sound that comes out of you the first mouth is him speaking into you the second mouth is you speaking the word the sound of heaven must come out of us as believers the sound of heaven uh in preaching the gospel the sound of heaven in uh in in what God has called us to do in in our assignment in taking territory the sound of heaven for the finances the sound of heaven so there is a sound man what a uh what a week last night to capping things off, um, uh, in, in great fashion. Pretty amazing. You can go back on YouTube if you didn't, or didn't have a chance to watch it. Um, today, man, I was talking with some, um, uh, some friends of mine and we, we got on the subject of, uh, giving on the grace of giving, and we're not going to get into that today, but there's a scripture that came up when we were talking and it's really what leaped out at me. And I want to, um, uh, hopefully be able to break some things down for you here, but it's, um, John chapter 14, verse 21, and Jesus says, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Uh, The key to victory, the key to eternal life, the key to the supernatural, to seeing the power of God manifested is loving Jesus. Bible says love is the greatest Uh, commandment. It's the greatest, it's sum total of the law, but there's people in our culture and this idea that people have of, of like, there's good Christians, there's bad Christians, there's great Christians, there's the full in Christians. And as long as you're a decent Christian, then, you know, you'll be fine. But Jesus here is pretty clear. If I had to ask you, what does that mean? If he who loves me, uh, he it is who loves me, who keeps my commandments. The, the proof of our love for God, the proof of our love for the Lord Jesus Christ is in our uh, ob- obedience to what he says. There's no other way to prove your love. So when I speak, a lot of times I'll talk about purity and a lot of talk, times I'll talk about you know the fundamentals, be a person of the word, be a person of prayer, be a person who's Coming to church, you know, be a person who really it comes down to be a person who's obeying Jesus Christ. Because for us as believers, the proof of our love for Jesus is obedience. How can we say, Yes, Lord, I love you, yet I don't yet we don't do what he says? You know, there's a scripture that talks about and confuses many people, but oh Lord, we cast out devils in your name, we did this, we did this. And he says, Depart from me, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity, people who keep sin in their life, people who Disobey the simple commandment of God flee youthful lusts, uh, uh, make no provision for the flesh. These are not optional things. The Bible is not a, hey, at least I'm born again. Let me see if I want to obey any of the other commands. If I asked you, what commands was Jesus talking about here? He says, hey, the way you prove your love to me is by obeying my commands. What commands was he talking about? Was there one or two specifically that he was saying? Obedience is obedience, and it's every single one. But we're in a culture now that says, oh, you know, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. But but Hebrews 10.25 says, don't, as the manner of some is, don't forsake or don't neglect the gathering together of believers, even the more as we see the day approaching. You spending time with other Christians in a place of worship and together around the word is an integral part of your relationship with the Lord. To be without a a church base, to gather together, not just, hey, I have Christian friends that I hang out with, but gathering together around the word of God, around praise and worship, around lifting up the name of the Lord, around talking about the Lord. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. That isn't just in a, hey, I hang out with my buddies. It's when you, hey, let's talk about these things. This is what's going on in my life. God will put people around you so that you can stay sharp. If you've secluded yourself, you're not going to be a benefit to anybody. People who seclude themselves are the closest to being taken out because the devil doesn't want to fight you in pairs or, or, um, or threes or fours. He wants to fight you alone. So he gets you to, uh, cut yourself off from other people, get you to be alone or get you not to plug in at a church. There's a safety for you for that. So where people look and say, well, you know, there are people who, yeah, there's people who, um, uh, you know, I'm a Christian, but I'm just not I'm just not as extreme as some of those other people, like actually going out on the streets and telling people about Jesus. You know, that's called the Great Commission. That's called the Great Commission. Like, hey, uh, I'm leaving earth now, and the last thing I want to tell you is go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. These are not things that are optional. You do not get to pick and choose. This isn't a buffet. Pick and choose the commands that you want to believe. You know, when Jesus, this is the thing, when Jesus was going to die on the cross. And when God put this plan together, God didn't come send his son to die on the cross so that he could forgive people alone. This is not just about forgiveness. Yes, forgiveness is part of it because there's deeds that were done that need to be forgiven. But it was about making a new creature. It was about making a new creation, a new uh, race of people who are completely different than than the sinners that are born on the planet Earth that are completely different that when you get born again, you became a creature that you became a creation that loves God and everything that you do is for a love for God. Everything is filtered through. I am a new creature in Christ. And the truth is your heart wants to do those things. Your heart wants to please God. Your heart wants to uh, be plugged into the, to a church. Your heart wants to have godly fellowship. Your heart wants to be in the word. Your heart desires that because it's a heart that's made to love God. That's the whole purpose. Jesus, when he came was to, was came to make a new creature. That's zealous of good works, excited to do it. When people like, when. You went to church. So we were in camp meeting, ministers, ministers, leaders conference, and it's two meetings a day for eight days, Sunday to Sunday. And so we have 16 meetings and these aren't hour and 30 minute church meetings. Like this is, it starts at 945 and finishes at between 130 on the very early end and 230, right? Some days later. And then at nighttime starts at 645 and finishes between 1130 and 1 a.m. Uh, So these are not short services. We're spending on average eight to uh, 10 or 11 hours a day in church. And I was in every single one of those meetings and people look and like, well, that's extreme. Uh, I know I work I work at that church now I work at that ministry but even before I would be there as much as I could every single meeting I wouldn't miss one why because I have a desire to be in the presence of God I want to get saturated I want to get filled with the word there's nothing more important I'm not a I'm not a salesman that's become a Christian I am a new creature my whole life is is Jesus Christ my morning my afternoon my night every decision is filtered through the gospel of Jesus Christ this isn't like I'm at 60% of obedience yeah I'm starting I've got a church now I'll consider tithing next time next year you know I'm just adding things slowly like it's a heart change completely it's not just a rule change for your life it's not just a oh you know I've like stopped doing this and now I'm doing this I'm changing a few things but everything else is the same you've become a whole new cr- creature a whole a new race of being. And so these things that you see in the Bible, your heart actually wants to do them. As much as it can scare your mind the first time that you're like, wait, 10% of my income needs to go to the local church? And then you'll hear people and they'll speak so badly, oh, these preachers just want my money. And they talk this stuff, but it's because it's persecution. The Bible actually says that persecution will come on account of the word. And there's many people who back off because of it. Wait, you're going to church twice a week. Wait, you actually think you're different. Wait, you're going to do this now. Someone gets born again gets radically saved and their family members think they're crazy because now they're dedicating their life to Jesus Christ. People, oh, look at Kanye West. He's crazy. What is he doing? He said it in an interview. He said, you know, I used to, I used to talk about what Hennessy did for me and I talk about what high fashion did for me. And now I'm talking about what Jesus did for me. But people are like, this man's lost his mind, you know, doing this. Uh, but it's because it's because the world, first of all, just the Bible says the world will hate you because you love me. And so as you follow Christ, this isn't a pick and choose. Serving God, you prove your love to him by obeying his commandments. If you have a problem with one of the commandments in the Bible, that's something that needs to be repented of. Our heart should long to please God. And I believe for many of you out here, the greatest cry of your heart is God. I want to be a vessel unto honor. I want to please you. I want my life to bear fruit. Lord, I know a day is coming that I'm going to stand before you. Lord, and I want to have eternal fruit. I want to fulfill the call. I know that the day is coming where I'll stand before you and all my tears will be wiped away and we will rejoice forever and we will be in et- eternal bliss and it'll be amazing. But Lord, until then, I want my life on earth to count for you. I don't want to get to heaven and and realize I could have done so much more. I'm willing to make any sacrifice that I need to make. I'm willing to spend time in prayer and fasting so I can hear clearly from what what I need to do, what you've called me to do. Lord, I'm not here to be a 60% Christian or an 80% Christian. I'm here to be 100%. Whatever he says to you, do it. I'm here to be that Christian that wakes up and every morning says, God, whatever you want from me, I... I'll do it. Lord, what you say is what I do. I'm your servant. So please use me. And as God begins to dig that deep, that, that well in your heart, that, 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 that desire in your heart to first and foremost, just please God. The side effect of that is abundant joy. The Bible says, Jesus, it says in Isaiah, and there's a prophecy of the Messiah, but it says you, uh, Because you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness, therefore God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. There's a reward of joy, a reward of great joy that comes with serving God with all your heart, inciting with God to say, I hate wickedness. I love righteousness. I hate wickedness. If, if someone's pro-abortion, I hate that wickedness. If there's a political party that's pro-abortion, I hate wickedness. If there's anything that, that even if it sounds, if there's anything that, that goes against the word of God, I hate that thing. And I'm for life, and I'm for the kingdom of God, and I'm for uh, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm 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 for doing what the Bible has called me to do. I'm not picking and choosing what I get to do. I'm a Christian. There is no 50%, 80%, 100%. It's a yes or a no. Are you in or are you out? If it seems bad to you to serve the Lord, then don't. But choose you this day who who you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I believe the Lord emboldens you, especially as you hear preaching, emboldens you to make the right decision. You will, be, you will be faced with an opportunity to either stand up for what you believe or sit down because of what people think. And I believe God's putting a, a, a fight on the inside of you to say, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to be who God's called me to be. And I'm going to please God. And the, and the reward for that scripture is that God will manifest himself to you man, what a promise. God, we want you. Come and manifest yourself to us. We're people who love you and obey you. We prove our love for you by our obedience. I love you. Bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you on the next podcast.